It's Saturday, July 1st, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. In a defeat for President Biden, the Supreme Court blocked the administration's student loan forgiveness plan Friday, rejecting a program aimed at delivering up to $20,000 of relief to millions of borrowers struggling with outstanding debt. The decision was 6-3 with Chief Justice John Roberts writing for the conservative supermajority. Roberts said the government needed direct authorization from Congress. The question here is not whether something should be done, it is who has the authority to do it, he wrote. It will immediately become a potent issue in the 2024 presidential race as Mr. Biden can try to galvanize liberals by claiming the conservative court prevented him from delivering debt relief to voters. Republicans, meanwhile, are celebrating the ruling as a defeat for a bailout plan. In other news, the State Department failed to do enough planning before the collapse of the U.S.-backed government in Afghanistan. According to a Biden administration review of the department's performance during the chaotic evacuation of Americans and Afghan allies, the review repeatedly blames the administrations of both former President Donald Trump and President Biden for their efforts before and after the August 2021 departure of U.S. forces from Kabul. The U.S. evacuated an estimated 124,000 Afghans from the country. Republicans have in turn accused Biden of not taking responsibility for intelligence failures leading up to the Taliban seizure of the country and for the scenes of chaos at Kabul's airport where 13 U.S. troops and about 170 Afghans died in a suicide bombing. The report concludes the State Department failed to establish a broader task force as the situation in Afghanistan deteriorated. Around the world, the United States flew nuclear-capable bombers to the Korean Peninsula on Friday in its latest show of force against North Korea days after the North staged massive anti-U.S. rallies in its capital. The long-range B-52 bombers took part in joint aerial drills with other U.S. and South Korean fighter jets over the peninsula, South Korea's defense ministry said in a statement. The bomber's flyover is the latest in a series of temporary U.S. deployments of strategic assets in South Korea in response to North Korea's push to expand its nuclear arsenal. Two weeks ago, the U.S. deployed a nuclear-powered submarine capable of carrying about 150 Tomahawk missiles to South Korean waters for the first time in six years. The South Korean Defense Ministry said the B-52 bomber's deployment boosted the visibility of U.S. strategic assets to the peninsula. Back in the U.S., airline passengers who have endured tens of thousands of weather-related flight delays this week could face a new source of disruption starting today when wireless providers are expected to power up new 5G systems near major airports. Aviation groups have warned for years that 5G signals could interfere with aircraft equipment, especially devices using radio waves to measure distance above the ground and which are critical when planes land in low visibility. Predictions that interference would cause massive flight groundings failed to come true last year when telecom companies began rolling out the new service. The leader of the nation's largest pilots union said crews will be able to handle the impact of 5G, but he criticized the way the wireless licenses were granted, saying it had added unnecessary risk to aviation. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg recently told airlines that flights could be disrupted because a small portion of the nation's fleet has not been upgraded to protect against radio interference. 
and U.S. wildlife managers on Friday proposed federal protections for a rare lizard found only in parts of one of the world's most lucrative oil and natural gas basins. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said the dune sagebrush lizard should be listed as an endangered species due to the ongoing threats of energy development, mining, and climate change in southeastern New Mexico and west Texas. The agency will be collecting public comments on the proposed listing through September 1st. Biologists are not able to say how many of these lizards might exist because there are so few of them and they're hard to detect, making precise counts very difficult. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.